0: In this time of uncertainty, I find myself waiting to see what things will be like post-pandemic. Will I go to a concert? Will I be able to get groceries without a face mask? When will I sit at my desk again and what will that even look like? What would it feel like to be looking for work in a time of mass layoffs, shops closing, and empty offices? What will success look like beyond 2020? To get a vision for a post-COVID world We asked some students from Sacramento State about their struggles, their experiences, and their strategies for success.
1: Hi. My name is Deborah. Serena
2: Milo Chu. Victor Mendoza. Addie Calkins. I just graduated with my EdS in school psychology. I was fortunate to secure a job in my field in Arizona, where COVID has been less widespread. Many school districts in California have been put on hiring freezes, leaving fewer school psychologist positions available right now.
1: I just graduated with a degree in Liberal Studies. My plan was to work at a summer camp, but I can't due to COVID, and the kids can't really be six feet apart. They're always touching, and it's going to be really hard to enforce those rules.
0: A marketing position opened up in March with my current employer. However, hiring has been on hold due to COVID-19. That prospect is now in the air.
2: I'm optimistic about getting a job in my field since I'm going to be an elementary school teacher, but I'm very nervous and worried about COVID implications on education and jobs working with children. COVID has deeply impacted the way teachers teach and how schools will be run
1: in the next school year. It's hard because programs can't afford to hire more employees. So a lot of camps are just canceled. So I'm honestly, really stressing about how I'm going to work during grad school.
0: My backup plan is to just keep working at my current position where I make enough money for bills. I had plans to move out and purchase a brand new car, but as it stands, I placed everything on hold. If push comes to shove,
1: I may even have to start taking out student loans just because I have to survive some way. Um, And of course, I could become an essential worker, but then that would put my roommates at risk and just everyone I do come into contact with.
0: My focus is just to save money and hope the situation gets better. I am, however, optimistic about finding a job, maybe not in my desired field, but a position where I can use my academia.
1: Um, It's a huge change in my plans, but that's my experience.
0: This week, my producer Sam Church and I went to the campus Sacramento State, armed with face masks and a plan for social distancing to connect with Stephanie Francis and Emma Wadiak from the Career Center, hoping to get some insight about our student responses.
2: So I'm a career development specialist within the Career Center.
0: That's Emma Wadiak.
2: So essentially I do career counseling with current students and alumni and also do career development workshops around campus, at least prior to COVID. Um, So, we do more than just resume development, we're really focused on the full scope of the career development process, from exploration to negotiating your offer. My
3: focus is primarily on internships and increasing access to and participation in internships.
0: That's Stephanie Francis.
3: Um, With that, the other side of working with the students in their own career development process is also working with employers, with organizations, with the community, to help connect the students to even work with those companies in ways that they might not be able to do on their own. We're really that connector that bridges the the students to the workforce.
0: As the Career Center transitioned to remote services, it did present some challenges but it also allowed them to leverage the technology they were using in order to do a deeper dive into student resumes. The result was a series of videos that the Career Center put together to help students polish the resume and their cover letter.
3: It's now on our YouTube channel, so we're really utilizing more social media, more electronic resources, to I think reach even more students. So that part has been a positive outcome. Mm
0: -hmm. So what's interesting is that the Career Center is not only continuing to get responses from existing employer partners, but also new ones who want to take advantage of remote internships and businesses that maybe couldn't accommodate an intern at a desk in their physical office.
2: I think many of the students and their testimony spoke to this overwhelming fear or uncertainty or questions of what comes next for me. And that's been a really consistent message in the career counseling sessions that I've had with students over the last few months. I think something that I'm really pleased to hear is that many of the students mention how they're pivoting in ways to make it work. And they're making adjustments to just figure it out, whether that means returning to grad school a little earlier than anticipated or searching for jobs out of state, which may not have been the original plan. I think it's important to see those stories and to hear them, to see how you yourself can pivot.
0: Two students in particular did pivot in a way that sort of gives us a glimpse of what that post-pandemic future is going to look like.
4: My name is Gabriel Rakuto, and I am a student at California State University, Sacramento. Gabriel is currently entering his senior year at Sac State and is part of the 8th cohort of the Business Honors Program. To give some framework on what that looks like, it's about 20 individuals selected to take all of their core classes together for the business program. So I see these individuals almost every day. We have all the same classes. And then if you're in a concentration with them as well, you have even more classes with that person. It builds really tight connections and relationships between the students and also with the professors through that program gabriel attended
0: career fairs allowing him to build the connections that led to applying and ultimately landing a public affairs internship at intel corporation
4: this was right as covid was about to transition classes to online a lot of businesses were transitioning to virtual and there was a possibility of a hiring hold or a hiring freeze at intel and my manager wanted to get me through that process as quickly as we could. So I had four interviews in a period of about three weeks, which was very quick. Um, all of which turned out to be remote. And then once I got the position, I was onboarding remotely. Now this came with some challenges, especially meeting everybody remotely for the first time. Additionally, just setting up and integrating into a position where, although you can IM somebody or send them an email, you can't just turn to the cube next to you and ask for help. This meant I needed extremely good communication skills and awareness of what needed to happen and an initiative to seek out an answer and problem solve. Even if those problems were not work related, if they were impeding or affecting my work, I needed to solve them so I could be the most productive contributor to my team as possible.
2: Something that really strikes me about Gabriel's story and his personal testimony is this emphasis on being a real self-advocate, taking initiative, and making yourself accountable. And those skill
3: sets are what set students apart. Those are skill sets that employers are looking for. They're looking for candidates who will take initiative, who will problem solve, um, who won't just wait to be asked to do something.
5: The biggest difference between being in person and working from home is the fact that you have to be diligent in having a work-life balance. When I started working from home, everything was suddenly happening in the same place. I've never been good at setting a routine for myself in the morning because I used to wake up early to commute downtown to work by bus.
0: This is Rebecca Tom, who's an intern at the California State Parent Teacher Association, which is a non-profit organization.
5: I started interning at the California State PTA just before the quarantine began. I'll admit I was a little disappointed when we had to start sheltering in place. Because the thing about working from home is that you don't get to fully experience the company culture and learning from shadowing your coworkers.
0: Rebecca tells us that although she would prefer a face-to-face internship, she really has an appreciation for the technology that allowed for this opportunity to continue the way it has, and for some of the creative space that it's created for.
5: Now I was able to wake up a lot later than usual, not only helping me get enough sleep I need for the day, but also giving me time to make a cup of coffee, eat breakfast, and do my prayer and devotions to have a clear head before starting my work, which was really helpful for creativity and writing. But I think overall, honestly, the experience was pretty similar to what would have happened in person, and I'm thankful to be able to still do it during a pandemic, which is not something I ever expected to have.
4: So I'm going to leave you with three things that you can do as a student or recent graduate to position yourself for success in this difficult time. So the first is to get ready. This means if you aren't ready right now to apply for a position, you need to change that. This involves updating your cover letter, updating your resume, and doing practice interviews. You don't wanna have an opportunity come up and then need to take several days to get your resume and cover letter ready. Send this out to friends and family to have it reviewed so you can have the best chance. I would emphasize communication skills and the ability to learn and work on your own and be accountable. These are extremely important when you're working remotely. I would also recommend setting up one-on-ones with previous connections or with professors at Sac State in your program. This will allow you to network remotely. Instead of getting to talk after class or visit office hours, try to set up that up virtually. That way you can still maintain those connections and possibly learn about opportunities or just build those relationships for future reference. Finally, you need to rebuild your schedule. I like to think of this like a breakup. If you were dating someone and saw them multiple days a week and then suddenly the relationship ends, There's a bunch of time you spent with that person you now just have free and don't really know what to do with. It's a little saddening, it's a little confusing, and it's challenging. And in this time, we basically had a breakup from school, from work, from our everyday interactions, and we need to rebuild that schedule as closely as we can to the original. This means we need to have a set time for each thing and have a routine. If you just have a bunch of free time, it's easy to get lazy. It's easy to slip in video games, unproductive activities, watching Netflix, and other things to just fill up your time because you're bored or you're just a little bit disheartened from this current situation and feel like you can't make progress. But you can make progress if you take these steps and work towards it going into the next semester.
2: His point about getting ready is essential. You need to be willing to put yourself out there and to send a LinkedIn message or to make a phone call or to connect with a former colleague or former professor to say, I'm really wanting to learn more about this space or more about this industry. How do I go about doing that?
0: I feel like that's good advice for anybody right now. I think I was convinced that we were gonna be up against some really bad news. But I don't know. I, I, it's it's a little bit uplifting to see a generation of college students entering the workforce willing to to be a little bit adaptable. You
3: know? Being adaptable, I think the points from the beginning have been made about broadening your perspective that you might look at and how your skills can transfer or your knowledge can transfer.
2: I think something that is true and in my opinion will always be true is that if you can focus on the things that are within your control and really try to maximize those opportunities and that work and that drive within your control things will come of that and it may not look like the original vision that you had in mind or your definition of success may change over time based on what's come about. But if you focus on what's within your control and work towards bettering those situations or those circumstances, you will figure it out. It's just a matter of time. Okay. For any listeners who may be interested in more virtual career development, and hearing more career stories and insights, feel free to tune in to The Hired Podcast, a Sacramento State student affairs production.
0: This has been Beyond Jay from Sacramento State. I'm Philip Allstott, and I would like to thank Emma Wadiak, Stephanie Francis, and my producer Sam Churich for meeting outside on campus at Sac State. Thank you to Gabriel Ricudo and Rebecca Tom, our students who shared their stories. I'd also like to thank Deborah Escobar, Serena Melochu, Victor Mendoza, Addie Calkins, and all of the Sacramento State students who are pushing forward in these unprecedented times. And a special thank you to Jack Vaughn, my editor, and the entire staff in University Communications.